Hello and welcome to Building the Fire, Kamlupa. We are here. I'm Jessica, and I'm here with Kim Sanklip Harvey. And we're on. We just finished day two of rehearsal. Yeah, I think we have to acknowledge that we're sitting in a costume room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Building the fire from the costume department, <laughs> surrounded by some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, fabric. Fabric is quiet. This looks like a pig's nose. We, Lots we have, of costume <laughs> jewelry that we could start putting on. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we could be playing dress up and no one would know. I think, well, just you wait in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I want to acknowledge that we're on Shwetmik territory. Uh, I want to thank um, Elder Connie coming in yesterday and the entire Western Canada family for uh, hosting a big feast for us yesterday. That was um, really moving. Um, and yeah, as Jess said, uh, oh, I guess we should say I'm, uh, the, like well, the, one of the fire creators uh, I, and Jessica is, I'm a fire igniter. Yeah. And so, uh, we're not really into comparative analysis with Canadian theater, but contextually you could look at that as a director, um, a producer, a, a, an assistant director leadership, but because this is indigenous theater and artistic ceremony, it's, I would offer that the more productive or the a, a, a more honest way of receiving this work is to see that that they're just matriarchs holding space doing a number of tasks and one of the reasons why we decided to um, find new terminology was to and we talked about this today was to capture what the work is that we actually do yeah it's really amazing it feels so true to me um to work in a way that feels honest like you mm -hmm. say where we are honoring what what it takes all of the different things that people are are bringing more than a singular role to the work that we're doing here and it's also incredibly unifying you know when we get together with the whole um western canada theater and feast we're all feasting as you know fire igniters fire holders um, fire tenders it everybody has a role in this fire and and it we get to acknowledge in a in a circular way that we're all sitting around that fire and it's not about the top down uh, who's next in line with the power we're, we're really sharing and creating something here which feels so special and uh, true I know it's only day two <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm uh, how you know I'm interested too in 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 us capturing like where we're at. So like yeah. we just finished um, uh, day two. Um, how are you feeling? Yeah, I I feel good now. It was a big day. Um, we we talked a lot. We've been uh, doing talking circles uh, basically all day, uh, and it's been a really nice way to um, allow space to land here to arrive and um, to get ready to prepare, to show up as ourselves before we have to worry about being other people or what are the other things that we have to take on. That's such a beautiful way of stating that. That's really important. You know, when we come into shows, like we're all coming from different territories, we're coming from different lands, we're coming from different nations, we're coming from different places, and uh, it takes time to arrive. Um, and that's to me, was one of the biggest um, propellers of working this way, of not... You know, coming in on Monday and at 10.01, we're diving into the script. I just, um, for me as, as an actor working in Canadian theatre for over 10 years, I think that I always found um, 
I was just not there yet <laughs> to like, you know, we have coffee and say hello and whatever. But I always jokingly say like, who's your grandma? Like, I don't even sometimes you're with people you've never even shared space before. And I feel very strongly that there's a kinetic energy to balance and find and embrace before we start really looking at the, the storytelling aspect of what it is that, uh, you know, don't hustle me. <laughs> yeah. Give me some time. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of where we're at, I feel really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like the feedback we're getting is, is positive. I think that this approach is working for this group. Um, some of these discussions are hard, but again, I think that they're hard because, um, the work is difficult, but it's necessary. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan of table work, but I'm even a bigger fan of circular talking circle work, um, of really leaning into what these pedagogies and philosophies and ways of knowing ways of being is. And, you know, we've talked about it extensively today about how uh, rare it is about the composition of the matriarchs that we've assembled and and that impact how's it impacting you yeah it it's pretty amazing to have that energy to be in a space that's you know we're just working with amazing women and I feel like there's it's this been so yesterday you know day one Um, We were greeted by everyone uh, at WCT, and that was really lovely to be welcomed in that way. And we did, we just got a chance, it was like we got a chance to know, get to know each other uh, on all the people that we're working with. And I feel like today was really about um, starting to dive into why we're doing what Mm -hmm. we're doing. Mm -hmm. And then tomorrow we'll start to work on the specifics but even already today as we were talking about some of the things that we were talking about you know it's it's just doing that work it all it already connects into the show it already yep. connects into you know we see it in oh yeah. this is how Micaiah's could could be in that moment this is how you know we can communicate this part of the show so it's um, finding that why and talking about why we're doing what we're doing and then and also talk we talked a lot about how we're gonna do what we're yeah. doing um and I, that that feels so nice to to bake that into the beginning of the process as opposed to just starting like you know we we all know the text we all um we've you know we've had access to the designs and stuff for weeks now which is really amazing yeah did you want to speak a little bit about that yeah so we so okay and maybe actually we can let's this is a good opportunity we've sort of touched on on the idea of building a fire and the fire igniters fire tenders and the multiplicity that those roles hold but also in what that looks like so extending um well maybe you can you talk a little bit about why you chose to frame it as a fire yeah i think um for me i really um wanted to to embed it into a practice and and a a culture and a spirituality that um is 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 near and dear to me it's a part of being indigenous woman um as a sokotin woman um having a fire holding fire there are many ceremonies in our community about that around um many things um, life and death and celebration and feasting I've been building fires from since I can remember. I love it. Like uh, it's something that um it's curatorial. Uh it's intentional. Mm. It's um uh, finicky. It's and then ultimately it's powerful. Mm. It's nourishing um and I think it's a a practice of sitting around a fire is is a is a ritual not um 
uh, just my own community experiences. I think from whatever nation you're from, from whatever background you're from, at some point you and your community would gather around the fire. Fires were one of the first things that were built when you when your community moved because it could clean your water, it could cook your food, it could give you warmth, mm-hmm. um, it could be that light. It was a place of gathering, and it just kept making sense every way I kept looking at a fire. There were so many parallels and and so much of it rooting in what I think it means to tell a story. And ultimately, I think that's where our stories came from. Our storytellers would gather around the fire and we'd have a story. And so for me, I kept thinking about, you know, putting on or holding ceremony, creating a story. It's um, there's a big process to it. A fire just doesn't appear. And I think sometimes in, in, in the theater that I was working in or the theater that I was a part of, that is um, all that's really focused on. It's a very deliverable um, product-based um, approach and understanding of it. And for me, I kept thinking about that the, the, the period and, the, and the, 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 the scan of what the work actually is is far beyond the flame. Hmm. And so I wanted to kind of investigate that more. So yeah, it's, 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 it's just something that's really deeply spiritual to me. Um, and I... I really wish we could have more. I actually talked to people. I was like, why can't we have fires in this city? Like, I think mm. the city of Vancouver was talking about potentially having a gathering place for indigenous people. And I think it is a place where it was like, you have to have a fire. We have to gather. So, yeah. And then applying those roles to in a theatrical sense and a storytelling sense and a ceremonial sense so that we understand um, the, the the gravity of what we're doing. Because I've also been in in store in theatrical productions where I feel like people got burned Hmm. this is theater is powerful yeah that's why I'm here I think it's one of the most powerful modalities to move society uh I've said it before I have no loyalty to theater I'm just here because I think it is the most powerful avenue the the most powerful thing to to move society well and absolutely thinking about um the show as ceremony as a fire I mean we want our art to feed us to nourish us to we want to gather around mm-hmm. it like absolutely this ceremony that we're creating you know that is what we're hoping to to build for our audiences for our communities absolutely and and i think there's a, a level of like respect and humility and and the seven grandmother teachings around that of of the care it takes because when you start a fire you have to make sure that you take care of it that it that, that to keep it going is is a thoughtful conscious process and then also to extinguish it mm. that the embers can burn for a really long time and and as primarily as an actor for the better part of my career i feel like i've been um left to my own devices to figure out what i do when an ember won't go out mm. when i really need it to and so it was also to hold myself accountable as a leader in the community to make sure that if I light a fire, I'm responsible for how it touches people, how it manifests within people, and I'm responsible to put it out. There's an accountability embedded into it that I was really craving from the sector. And I think for me, holding it in that indigenous paradigm of creating and building and, and, and extinguishing a fire, I can, I can relate to that. And I think it better encapsulates the entire process of what we're doing versus a start of rehearsal date to a closing date. I think it's we can't deny that a show doesn't end on closing night. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the fire burns strong and I think we need to create processes and protocol around how we take care of one another when when that happens and that's the power of theater that's amazing that it does that but I think we just need to do for me 
I needed to do. I needed to have a, 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 a structure in place that allowed me to speak to that. So, yeah, and, and, I, and, I, and I know that for each Indigenous person, they, they will have their own ways of working, and this is just mine, and a part of this offer is just, is, is that, it's just that, it's just an offer to the right. community to say, this is one way of working that um, is deeply Indigenous, it's, it's uh, a void of any colonial constructs, <laughs> I hope. Well, it really resonates with me, too, because of this idea. Like, the fire doesn't just appear. Yeah. People build it. And and <laughs> and so, and, and even, like, you know, within it, the own, the, the process, um, so part of, of uh, the transparency and um, sharing, creating a woodshed. Yeah. Where we've stored all of the wood. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we're yeah. putting into the fire. Everything we're putting into the fire uh, has been uh, available to... Uh, to all designers, the uh, production team, the cast, um, all all of the fire uh, holders, tenders, igniters, creators, extinguishers, um, extinguishers, they've all had access to that before we've arrived here um, to to start rehearsals. So I love that we're also acknowledging um, what what goes into building the fire, and we're not hiding from all the people involved in building it what is going into it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's aware of what what is what is potentially what's being stored for for um going in the fire and i loved you also you said um in an email that that we wouldn't you know we wouldn't uh put a a, a piece of wood on the fire carelessly yeah we're not going to get rid of anything from the woodshed carelessly um and and i think that's a beautiful um gesture to offer to hold that space for all of our ideas while we're working and to um let everybody into to that that process before we arrive so so we can start to to journey here before because yeah it doesn't just appear no it doesn't just appear and I, I i appreciate you saying that because i think for me it's one thing that like i craved as a as an actor was to understand how we got to places more that uh f- I, I because ultimately with all of this i think it impacts the art yeah I think it uh to to build a relationship with a set um just from a model to then kind of get into tech uh, that's tough for me that was I needed some I needed to be positioned better to relate to it better to understand it more to be rooted in it more um and I'm so happy the designers like I just want to like honor the designers who have willingly contributed to the woodshed and the fire because it is a bit um revealing and mm-hmm. they have to been quite vulnerable to put their early sketches in and have the actors look at it and everyone have access to it and uh, I want to honor how courageous that they've been with all of that but ultimately I think that the feedback we're getting is that it's positively impacting their ability to create mm-hmm. so as long as that's happening um I think that's where I would kind of start drawing the line like and I've thought like do we need private folders on that g drive do we need restricted access and like I think for this one for the Kamloopa ceremony like I think I think it's working for what what, what we need it to be yeah you know like and today we had a couple of our actors at the production meeting yeah that was awesome yeah I think too like I I always wanted to know more and, and what was going on and what it all took to create the fire because uh, I just thought I just felt like that would help me in understanding um, what the fire looked like, what it was going to be, what we needed it to be, the strength of it, um, the efforts that people put in to actually make it happen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what the production managers do, what the marketing's doing, what the associate artistic directors 
are doing, what the producers are doing, what the artistic director is doing. So, you know, James said today in, in his meeting, 30 years of doing theater and I've never seen an actor at a production meeting. Yeah. So well, and also the best like the the thing I was talking to the cast about too is that it's not it's not about it's not that they have to look at every item in the folder it's not that they have to come to the production meeting it's just that they're it's not that they're not allowed like we're it it's just that that yeah that you're welcome to we're sharing yeah but you don't need you know respecting everybody's time and wishes to to yeah absolutely they don't need to be at the production meeting but they're absolutely welcome totally that access to me is also i feel like for me an indigenous teaching that people are always welcome that we would never shut a door like my mom would always say always invite everyone everyone will be respectful like for me it's just about uh it's a really indigenous centered value for me that i'd feel weird (laughs) not inviting people you know or having restricted access on things and you know this story and and having open rehearsal halls like i'm really excited for that to start happening and i know that the the wct family here is really excited about that Mm -hmm. and talking to the universities to come in and have them and them um bear witness to the work like that that's the other thing too that i i think i said i've been banned at one point i said i find it really wild that it's like nobody can look until opening night and then it's like this big reveal where i think it feeds into the narrative that a fire just appears yeah and that's not i think you know and we've talked about this as process being the art yes um yeah you should speak to that you're so eloquent about it oh thank you i i mean for me it's uh, when I, like when I approach theater too in making theater, the for me the making of it is my favorite part. For me, totally. that is the it's that that's you know I mean absolutely I love and I realize we're working towards sharing it with an audience and that is its own like it, that's the beautiful thing about live performance is that it is uh, its own beautiful thing mm-hmm. with, depending on the audience that it grows and evolves. But but absolutely the talk, I mean we you know we had a, a a big session of talking about ideas and things and I was saying like I'm fired up I like, know I feel so good like a big long day and Jess is like I'm fired up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think for me it's because that that process really feeds me. And 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 um this and this process i feel like um the intention that you've brought to assembling the team like that is artful to have a room full of in, like to be doing indigenous matriarchal theater um that that takes intention and care and to me that is art mm. um and so also and to, and that it is nourishing it's it's um so the process i mean i think absolutely is part of it and when we look at it as uh uh, as product based i feel like the art suffers because we're not honoring the process um because the process is really important the process is how we get to the product um and and every process is probably going to be a little different i feel like we try to um do the same process over and over again and we we want repeatability we want predictability and that's not always gonna happen so it's it, you know it's great to have ideas for structures ideas for how you know how we engage with a process and set a process up but I think honoring that the process might be different that the process might evolve and and allowing the process to evolve mm-hmm. nimble allowing, yeah being responsive yeah that's really important to me yeah and I feel like when we focus on the process that's that feeds the product mm. that we get but also that it, that that it, that there really is no product that the process it's the entire thing it's this podcast it's you know we're we're blending the edge we're we're extending the edge of what the performance actually is because um this this artwork that we're creating 
is is more than any single show it's all of the work that's gone in and I, I feel like that's incredibly powerful absolutely uh, you know Dr. Lindsay Lachance um will be coming in uh, next week that bird's flying in from Nish territory uh, and she talks about this uh, as this assembly, this creation work, this artistic ceremony as a political act, that it is a political, it's an embodied politic that we're here, that we're doing this, that we had a room just full of uh, women today and then indigenous matriarchs creating, but that this should be looked at as the same as attending a protest or going to um, a barricade that the fact of our creating in this way should be viewed as a political act and I feel like yeah we I've talked about embodied politic before but I think um, that's a big part of what this is uh, there's the, the it's it's super complicated and also profoundly moving for me to bear witness to some of the, the to all of the women in this process and for me I just you know, Kamloopa is Kamloopa and I love it so much, but there are some powerful women in this room who I think at some points are are going to move and change this world in a way that, um, you know, a theater's edge can only extend so far. So when you talk about the process being the art, the process for me is also profoundly moving to witness, you know, performers like Caitlin Yod and Yolanda Bonnell and Sam Brown um, and then to honor and embrace the strength that they have. So... Yeah. Yeah. Um, what has been a memorable point up until this point for you? Like, if you were to say, like, if someone was like, these past two days, what have they been about? Because, like, my mom would be like, okay, yada, yada, politic, da, 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 what are y'all doing in the rehearsal hall? You know what I mean? Like, is there, is there an aspect to it that for, because this, too, this podcast is a residue for us to reflect back on and say, like, what are these two, what did these two days mean to us? Mm-hmm. I think I'm really moved by the generosity mm. of, of, of all of it, of um, the feast, you know, provided for us on day one, of the, of, uh, um, the space to not have to do a first read. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about that. Presentation. Yeah, we didn't do we, that. We haven't read the script, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to do that tomorrow, we think. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. I didn't even think about that word's like normal to us. Yeah. We've not even opened the script. I haven't looked. Yeah. And it's really generous to, to, to not have to fit into what that traditional structure is. And, and people have been really generous with their stories, with their time. Um, and, and so, yeah, I feel really moved by that generosity. Yeah. And I feel really full of, um, of uh, joy and of love because of that generosity. Yeah. Um, what about for you? I think... Um, yeah, I echo everything that you say and, and, uh, I'm humbled by the generosity. Like I really am, I'm trying to like presence and be like right here in this moment and, and enjoy each day. Like we said, like I tried to say, like every, every day should be just as special as an opening night or a, a performance where your mom is there, your elders are there. Like that's how I'm trying to approach each day. So I want to celebrate each day because you talked about that today, that this is a celebration that ultimately that's what Kamloopa is about. And you're absolutely correct. I think because of my experience as an actor, primarily in Canadian theater, of um, doing quite traumatic work, Mm. kind of trauma informed narratives and having to really reveal myself um, and where I come from. One of the reasons why I wanted to write a story and create a ceremony like Kamloopa is to show how courageous Indigenous women are. And I think that's what I'm, what's echoing and what's percolating for me is like 
the bravery, like how courage, how courageous everyone has been in, in their offers, in their sharings, in their teachings, and continuing to show off to do this really sometimes difficult work. Mm-hmm. You know, we go back to those seven teachings and um, we should sh- we should share those love. I, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Share love, respect, truth, honesty, humility, courage and wisdom. Yeah. And I think we'll we'll dive into that in a deeper maybe the next episode. But up next, the seven yeah. teaching. <laughs> but yeah, this has been great. I hope um uh do you wanna talk about how people can interact with this? Yeah, okay. So we're using the anchor app to do this uh podcast. So um we would love it. If you have questions, uh feel free to you can record a voice message and send that to us and uh and then we can listen to your question and answer it and talk about it here um we are really we we are trying to practice generosity as well um in in uh documenting this process that we're going through and um sharing it for people who can't be here and who maybe can't see the show yeah uh, who are interested in what we're doing and creating so um yeah we extend that invitation to you to please um engage with us in that way yeah and you can like find us on facebook or contact western canada theater if you if you don't want to download the anchor app make it really easy tweet us i don't even know i'm not on twitter i don't, I don't do okay the don't tweet us don't tweet us don't twitter we probably won't hear the tweets twitted us <laughs> but um but yeah get in contact with us yeah. and we'd love well, through to. your blog probably yeah that, through the blog let's do that and um because that's a, the other thing too is that we're gonna have you know uh, more people on the podcast and you'll be able to ask other people questions who are a part of like the fire creation team uh, I'm so excited to share with uh, the world mm-hmm. all of these really um, remarkable women who are yeah. doing incredible work so send any of your questions or comments we'd love to hear from you and we're going to try and keep this going throughout the entire process of Kamloopa yeah. so through the runs uh, we're we're in uh, Kamloops, Vancouver and Saskatoon Shout out to the Cult and Persephone Theater and the Gordon Tatusis Theater for picking the show up. <laughs> Having it never had a run yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, too, that's uh, their generosity. Yeah. I've, I'm so excited to, to be able to re- record these there in those cities and speak about the work, um, how it lives in different territories and on different nations and what that means for all of the work. So yeah. thanks, everyone. Yeah, from our ancestors to yours. We see you, we bear witness to you, uh, and make sure you uh, share this podcast and come to the show, the ceremony. It's going to be awesome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>